Napa know-how. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10-31-17. Welcome to Postcast as the Jazz blow out the Atlanta Hawks. It's here on Locked On Jazz, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. David Locke and Ron Boone with you, as we always are after the Jazz win. And this one's awfully impressive, Ron. This is the number one defensive team in the league coming in. Uh, the Jazz pretty good. They're 10-5, and five and... And I, you know, I got asked on the way in, like, for my daughter, are we going to win today? And I said, you know, I don't know. It's going to be a question of which offense can get five or six minutes of flow. And the Jazz got more than that, and they never relented defensively. Well, I tell you, you hit it right on the head because that first half was a defensive basketball game. And, and neither team could just uh, run away from each other in, in the ballgame. Third period, boy, was that... Um, um, that was a, a prize fight. So you you don't really enjoy basketball in which the two teams shoot ten of forty one no, no. combined. <laughs> what was it? Eleven to ten scoring. Yeah, I uh, didn't enjoy that at all. But you could see the defensive balance that both teams had out there as far as what they wanted to do out there on the floor and how they were getting it done. Uh, it was going to boil down to who could make some long range shots, make some threes. But I thought the Jazz did just the opposite in that fourth quarter because. Uh, I think, did you say they were last in the league enforcing turnovers? Uh, they they w- were right up there. Uh, the Jazz came into the game tonight at 28th in the league enforcing turnovers. What, of course, was interesting is Atlanta came in as 29th in the league taking care of the ball. <laughs> so which was going to override the other, and evidently was Atlanta turning the ball over. Yeah, and that led to some, some high percentage shots here for the Jazz. It, it led into some, uh, mom- some momentum for the Jazz. It led into... Uh, guys knocking down some threes. Trey Lyles now very active and, and getting rebounds, something Quinn Snyder has been wanting him to do all season long and, and just just made things happen for other players on the team. This is not a headline story, but Ron just led me into it, so we're going to go to it and we'll get back to the headlines. This is a side note sidebar to the game. I was really impressed with how Quinn Snyder dealt with Trey Lyles tonight because at practice today, Quinn Snyder got on Trey Lyles for lack of attention to detail and trying to get him to understand that if you don't execute and shoot around, you won't execute in the game. And he comes right in the game and brainless, just brainlessly throws an inbound pass. After getting, he switched on a defensive play where he wasn't supposed to switch, and then he brainlessly threw in a play. So he's made two mental mistakes, which are the mistakes that are hardest for Quinn to deal with. And Quinn calls timeout, and I am seriously wondering at that point, are we seeing Trey Lyles again tonight? And the exact opposite is he left him out there. The next time he made a mistake, he grabbed him before he came off the floor, and basically I think I wasn't close enough, but I think said, you're all right, you're going back. And Trey ends up having a nice night, which then to Trey's credit, his ability to stay engaged and fight through struggles is pretty impressive for a 21-year-old kid. I was very impressed with that as well, and I saw the same thing that you saw. And, and you know, you, we as broadcasters and, and fans, you get a little uh, upset with what, what was going on out there on the floor. Quinn, on the other hand, knew that he has a talent there. He knows there's something special with this kid, and he needs to be brought along maybe a little slower. Uh, he needs some coaching. Uh, he needs confidence. And I was impressed with, you know, okay, he, he missed a couple of threes. Then he started doing some other things and, and, and getting inside the three-point line, some runners, uh, 
made a couple of mid-range jump shots. But the rebounding is something that you've been talking about. Quinn Snyder wants him to do more of. And he got a jump down. He had a double-double tonight. Was and that I, his first? Uh, I had not looked that up yet, so yeah. I do not know. Uh, on the offensive rebound, follows are awesome. All right, let's go. The story to me of the night we talked about in our pregame periscope was that Rudy Gobert was one of ten in the last two games against Dwight Howard. And tonight it was Dwight Howard that tapped out and said, I've had enough because Rudy Gobert just dominated this game. And I thought Rudy's defense in that first quarter really helped pace the Jazz defense for the rest of the basketball game because he was all over Dwight Howard, didn't foul him. Remember this morning you talked about not fouling Dwight, Dwight Howard. They also talked about when he gets an offensive rebound, don't let him put it back in, wrap him up. Didn't even have to do that in the first half. Dwight Howard had two rebounds, had zero offensive rebounds, and so it made Rudy's job just a little bit easier because he didn't have to you know, get into foul trouble trying to keep Howard off the glass. But I thought his defense on Dwight Howard in that first quarter especially really set the tone for, for the Jazz for the rest of the ballgame. Dennis Schroeder starts the night 5 of 6 and then goes 1 of 13 to follow. What George Hill does to opposing point guards is something else. He's not that good a shooter anyway. But, wow, did the Jazz knock him way out of his game. And just think about some of the best point guards in the league. And, you obviously, you can throw George Hill in that category. Um, making and, and Chris Paul, he makes you play defense against him. And, and George Hill now, the way he's playing right now, you know, he shoots over 50% from the field from that point guard position, 44% from the three-point line. And he makes you play defense now. So Schroeder just didn't have the luxury of being able to drive to the basket and shooting threes because, he, you know, he uses a, a, a tempo that's, you know, a lot of players don't use in the league. And George was just right there. Uh, George is really making the difference in, in, in this team. Jazz tonight beat the Atlanta Hawks in a blowout fashion. Uh, final score is 95-68. I mean, I can't. You hold someone to 68 points. They shot 31% from the field, 32% from three. It's just an, it was an incredible defensive performance, and he, you know Boris deserves a lot of credit, and Lyles deserves a lot of credit on the way the two of them defended Millsap because he never got comfortable. You know, I was about to say that because Boris, um, um, not Boris, but uh, Paul Millsap, Howard, Corver never got. What, it going. How many shots did Corver get? Corver, Corver didn't get very many shots at all. He only got three for the, but. I was watching, I paid a lot of attention to Corver, the way he moves without the basket. was always going left and right. He was running off screens. He was running Rodney Hood off screens and everything, but Rodney Hood was trying to stick with him and stay with him for the most part. But on the other end of the floor, Rodney Hood was running Corver off screens too, so something had to give there. And uh, Corver just didn't get very many good looks at all tonight. He played 26 minutes, one for three. He made one of two from the three-point line. He missed a free throw. Hmm. and with only three points. It's interesting. They stayed up in the montage and had their Thanksgiving up in the montage in the ritzy, ritzy world of high-level Deer Valley. I mean, maybe it was a little too posh for the Hawks. And they, I was joking with Coach Bud before the game that are you going to be the first people that aren't bothered by the altitude because you stayed at 8,500 feet, but maybe they were zapped. <laughs> that, that was funny. I heard you asking that, you know. But, uh, you know, they had, they had their Thanksgiving on the road, and I'm sure management paid for that. You know, so. I would think so, probably. Well, uh, the other one, I, I thought Shelvin Mack deserves some credit because his two steals that he had in the midway through the second quarter, I thought really swung this game. Yeah, Mack is now the backup point guard. You see, um, Dante didn't get in the ballgame until late there in the fourth quarter, and, and 
And Matt knows uh, the Atlanta Hawks. He knows the players very, very well. Maybe that had something to do with it. But uh, it looks like Quinn is, is he's going to find that combination that he wants at that point guard. This position. is hard for some Jazz fans to swallow. It, it, it really is. Um, yes, it is. Uh, because some fans, they, they want to see Dante develop. They also want to see uh, Raul uh, get a chance to get some minutes there as well. So, well, it's what you have when you have four point guards. We knew going into the season that this was going to be the case. We probably should have talked about Gordon Hayward more than we have, but I would say that he has got to be one of the best open floor defenders in this league. This, the, the highlight that we will see for the rest of the year is the block shot off the glass that goes all the way to the other side of the floor. The play about five minutes earlier in the open floor on Kent Bazemore where he forces Kent Bazemore to spin and then has the athleticism to come back the other direction, rise up, and make him miss the shot, I thought was a better play. You know, Gordon's uh, ability to do those things surprises players, I, I think, because I think once uh, – I, I don't know if they're taking Gordon as serious as they should. I mean, they're thinking, okay, he's, he's, he's not that quick of foot, uh, uh, but his reaction time, I think, is what surprises a, a lot of guys. And those plays where he's blocking shots from the backside, we've seen it. I don't know if they expect it, but he's making that one of his signature uh, signature plays. Hill and Hayward's offense, the group's defense, and Rudy Gobert's dominance carries the Jazz to a blowout win over a 10-5 and Atlanta Hawks team. And a lot of home games and a lot of rest, and this team looked really good tonight. We'll see if it follows. That on behalf of Ron Boone, I'm David Locke. That has been Postcast on Locked On Jazz, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa auto parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10 17